Hello there. You are listening to the Even Roots Podcast. My name is Carol Olker, and I am a health and life coach. More specifically, a personal power coach. I help you uncover your personal power by uprooting what's keeping you hidden. In my practice, we focus on thoughts, feelings, and sass because expressing what makes us uniquely ourselves is not an option in my world. Deep and Roots Podcast has been created to give listeners an opportunity to connect how life can lift up or mess up your personal power, feeling your feelings, dealing with your feelings, healing in your feelings, trusting your gut. Now that is the beginning of taking control of your personal power, however you need to in a way that serves you. Now let's get started. Hello everyone, Kara Olker here, intuitive health coach and founder of Deep and Roots Health Coaching. I host my own podcast called Deep and Roots Podcast, and I do it all from Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it truly is the easiest way to make a podcast. And here's why. First off, it's free. Who doesn't love to be able to do things for free? And there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. By the way, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Pretty sweet, eh? It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. I personally love using Anchor to record and upload my podcast episodes. I get to choose my own intro and outro music. In case you were wondering, it's Tropics in the Beats section. And it's very user-friendly for this millennial who can't technology at all. (laughs) It's one and done. Then I schedule my episodes to publish whenever I want them published. For me, I schedule to publish every Friday because... Who doesn't love Fridays? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello again. What'd you think of last week's episode, Deepening Your Roots? I love feedback, even if it's not in the direction of tooting my own horn. So bring it. (laughs) Today, I want to talk about the burden of feeling like a burden. A lot of people, including myself and my previous life and sometimes even now, and those who have really had to work to own their personal power, and also those who are still trying to find it or don't believe personal power is theirs to have. Our thoughts, feelings, and actions end up not being our own. It's all about the people in your life that you want to love and from whom you want to receive the love in return people-pleasing, perfectionism, lack of personal power, depression. All of this is related because it's the absence of feeling grounded in yourself. And you can even notice how when you're not rooted in your personal power, your emotions, thoughts about yourself, your habits, they're all dependent on how these people you want to love so much feel about you from one day to the next, or one month from the next, or one moment from the next. Sometimes it's not even about specific people. 
you can want to seek approval from men or women in general or specific socioeconomic groups, races, etc. When you're out of your personal power, how you appear means more than how you actually are. And that's a hell of a lot of burden to carry. In my own experiences, when I felt like a burden, I physically felt weighed down. The world stops and so do I. I don't want to do anything because one wrong move and I could fuck something up according to someone or become a disappointment according to myself or someone. Netflix is playing on repeat. Nothing gets cleaned or accomplished. I, I either eat everything or nothing. The self-imposed weight of the world is upon me and my primal instincts are to weigh myself down even further. In my primal mind, this is how I survive, even though it's the very thing taking life away from me. And the more and more I felt like a burden, the more I let the people around me who helped me to continue to weigh myself down with thoughts tell me I was a burden. So I just kept weighing myself down because the proof was there. I was a burden, and I certainly didn't believe in myself enough to know otherwise. No magical being was going to save me from that mentality either. My whole childhood, I felt like a burden. I grew up thinking if I fussed too much, my mom would die from cancer, which then transitioned into I was just getting in everyone's way, so I just had to go with the flow. These were simply my thoughts, which fueled my negative emotions around myself. I felt my mere existence was an inconvenience and disappointing. And when I didn't rise from the ashes on my own like a phoenix, I was even more of a disappointment because nothing was actually wrong with me except I didn't feel as though I was bringing value to myself or to anyone else's life for that matter. So I waited, and I hoped someone would save me, and this went well into adulthood. I felt I needed to be saved from being a burden, and I needed to be saved from the burden of being a burden. I never knew for most of my life that I had every right to save and be there for myself. So when I started my active healing journey... The thought of saving myself was so overwhelming because it was so foreign that I defaulted to burdening myself with burdening situations and people. That was my comfort and safety zone, despite it being the worst place for me. But this place was familiar, and the thought of actually leaving these habits and mindsets behind made me feel incredibly unsafe. Like I could possibly and spontaneously die from my thoughts. Thoughts of unworthiness, worrying about coming across like you're too good for anyone, questioning the very abilities you actively have, feeling terrified of living the very life you've dreamed of. These are very normal responses to healing and getting outside of the burden of feeling like a burden. And oftentimes when you're swimming upstream, you feel more like a burden and more of the inner voice of your childhood bombards you. 
you could have grown up with the most seemingly magical childhood and still feel the way you feel. And that's all completely valid because oftentimes these feelings of being a burden when everything else looks perfect means your sheer existence goes against the grain of systemic oppression and your survival instincts are telling you to fit in where you don't actually fit in. You also could have grown up in an environment where systemic oppression is blatantly obvious through physical and sexual abuse, death, death of loved ones, homelessness, racism, discrimination. In this instance, you are definitely not a burden, not in a million years and then some. Regardless of your situation, though, you are not lesser than anyone, nor do you get to tell yourself or anyone you're more than anyone. And anyone else letting you think this differently or anyone else telling you differently is dead weight to you and simply needs to be cut loose. The root of feeling like a burden is that defining moment where you learned that to survive, you had to abandon yourself. And the only actual burden is all on you as your current self is realizing that is total bullshit. But your brain doesn't know any better. It just wants to survive like it did when you were a child. So how do you get out of this loop of burden? Honor yourself. You're thirsty? Drink a glass of water, not a glass of bourbon. (laughs) Your body's feeling stiff? Stretch. Somebody is throwing a lot of you statements at you versus I feel. Give yourself some safe space by telling that person you need a few minutes to yourself and set a boundary by saying you will talk to them when you're able to talk. Feeling overwhelmed by what you could, should, would be doing if you weren't overwhelmed? Give yourself a physical space to soothe your nervous system by merely taking yourself out of that overwhelming situation. You don't owe anyone anything that requires you to abandon yourself. And starting small lets your brain know you're not going to die. Also, I do want to note here that oftentimes we react versus respond. And oftentimes in a way that attacks who or what we feel is attacking us first, or we try to deflect and try to minimize the situation instead of addressing it as a whole situation. This is where practice makes the love and curiosity shine through. In fact, repetitive small actions over time makes your brain feel like it's a motherfucking boss cruising down the street on a tricycle with training wheels. Sometimes you're going to be on those training wheels for years, and then you release the shame of being on those training wheels. You begin to trust yourself enough to know that even when you eat dirt, the moment you take those training wheels off, you're going to be just fine. Because you've got you. And the people around you who are around you, they've earned the right to be around you. And they've got you too. 
It's okay to feel the burden of feeling like a burden. And it's okay when you decide to lift off of that burden, even one pound at a time. It took years and gradual amounts of weight at a time to weigh you down to begin with. It's going to take some time to reverse it. But regardless, you get to choose when to stop burdening yourself with feeling like a burden. This episode's action step. Write down one small habit you're going to commit to for the next 30 days that requires you to honor yourself. The best place to start is to commit to a habit that's based on your basic needs. So deep breathe when you feel anxious. Drink a glass of water the minute you wake up. Take a shower every day. Walk your dog 30 minutes. Or just tell yourself in the mirror every single morning that you're enough. These small habits may make you want to do more, and that's great if they do. But the idea is to just pick one to commit to for 30 days, notice how it makes you feel, and then add another habit that's either related or unrelated. Handle 